This is the Perfect Puppy Podcast with Miriam Pollard, walking you through all the steps you need to train the perfect puppy for your lifestyle. Last week's episode, we dived into a few steps you can take to start solving your puppy separation anxiety. But what I didn't dive into is what the difference is between actual separation anxiety and simulated separation anxiety that your puppy and dog most likely has. So what is actual separation anxiety? Well, separation anxiety, the real kind, is when a puppy or dog goes into a hyper state of anxiety or depression and depression when left alone. They begin to urinate, hurt themselves, pace and cry for hours and hours and hours. And it's basically an equivalent of a human anxiety attack. But this anxiety attack usually occurs because they're left alone. That's why it's called separation anxiety. Now, it's not as common as people think because a lot of this kind of separation anxiety is common in like rescues and things. But, you know, your puppy could have it later down the line. And it is a very severe problem if you do have it. It's very, very important to seek professional help if you are dealing with this kind of separation anxiety because it will take months, if not years, to solve. And if a puppy is getting this kind of anxiety, it's usually down to being very nervous genetically, which will take even longer to solve. So again, professional help is very, very much needed. It takes a long time and it really shouldn't be rushed. A professional can help every step of the way and a lot of hard work and consistency is key in solving this type of separation anxiety. So what is simulated separation anxiety? Well, it's basically just a learnt behaviour. For the first four weeks with your puppy, most new puppy owners focus on play, mental stimulation, training fun tricks and spending lots and lots of time with their puppy except at night when the puppy's in the crate but in the day they're with them and although this is very very important many owners don't focus on the separation side of puppies because they're cute and they're cuddly or if you've got anything like some of my clients they're little biting monsters when they're awake so when they do eventually sleep they're like oh I just want to cuddle my puppy because they don't get this kind of sweet side quote unquote when they're awake so they're usually cuddling up to them because they don't bite and they're cute when they're asleep but when your puppy is away from you they're gonna be confused and it's so important that when your puppy is asleep that is the time to utilize separation because your puppy's typically gonna be okay with this. But instead of doing this, most puppy owners are with their puppy when really they should be away from their puppy. When you actually then start leaving your puppy alone, they typically get a little bit stressed. They don't like it. It's not natural for them. And if you've got a quite a young puppy and you've been with them from day one with you not (laughs) with the day one of their life well then you know that the puppy wouldn't have been left alone that much and if they are alone in the sense of the breeder has gone out of the house they'll be with their litter mates they'll be with their mum so it's not very natural for them to 
be left alone. And what happens is from day one, you start creating a routine that every day they're going to be with you, which isn't true because real life gets in the way and our puppies need to be okay being left alone. So what typically happens is the puppy usually starts barking, maybe howling, the owner panics, feels sorry for the puppy and reinforces that they're doing the right thing and the right behavior when they're left alone. So instead of teaching your puppy that it's okay to be alone, you're teaching them that, oh, okay, when you bark, whine, howl, keep doing that and I'm going to stay with you or I'm going to give you affection. So I'm going to give you two things that you really, really want. And you're teaching your puppy that all the behaviors that you don't want is a good thing without maybe realizing it. And later down the line, this is only going to get worse. It's called extinction bursts. What happens is your puppy learns that, okay, at stage one, I get attention, but suddenly at stage one, they don't get attention because you might be out the house or you can't rush to their side straight away. So suddenly they go to stage two kind of howling, barking intensity. And then the owner ends up rushing because they're trying really quickly to get to their puppy so then the puppy learns okay if I start off with stage two that's going to get me something and it's only going to escalate to the point where it could turn into actual separation anxiety because they'll get to eventually stage 10 and go no one is here no one is coming because maybe you've left them in that house maybe an emergency has happened so you've had to leave them for a few hours and because you haven't been proactive in solving or preventing the separation anxiety they realize that stage 10 is going to be their first behavior they'll perform so you leave the house and at stage 10 they start screaming and howling and going absolutely mental and you come back and they go okay cool that's what's going to get me something and it only goes up from there it's why it's so important to teach and prevent this kind of behavior because otherwise you will reinforce negative behaviors and that's why it's also important to have professional help so you know and learn what and what not to reinforce but if you continue to reinforce this it only gets worse you Now, I'm not saying you're reinforcing an emotion, but the emotion will catch up with the physical distress you're putting your puppy under and telling them that it's okay to be in this kind of distress. In last week's episode, I gave you four steps in helping you start to solve this simulated separation anxiety, and I'd highly recommend going and listening to it if you have made these kinds of mistakes so far, or if you haven't, go still listen to it episode seven way in the beginning of the podcast I go into preventing separation anxiety so now you have two podcast episodes to go back and listen to to start helping this simulated separation anxiety or preventing this kind of anxiety so you at least have the tools and the steps to start making sure you're not gonna cause more problems for yourselves because it is not a fun behavior regardless if it's real separation anxiety or simulated separation anxiety it is a nightmare because it's problems when you are away it's not like you can you know quickly correct the dog and 
try and get it out of that distress to say, don't keep going up the stages, it's not as simple as that. You've got to take it slow and you've got to work up to this kind of separation. Um, So it's really, really important to be very proactive with this type of training. Now, if you need a bit more help, then my Perfect Puppy program will be perfect for you. The waiting list is open and it's going to be a virtual program designed to help new puppy owners with every aspect of raising their puppy. There'll be an entire module on separation anxiety where we'll dive even deeper than we have on this episode. And there'll be way more videos and stages that we'll cover. We'll also cover crate training, place training, ensuring your puppy has separation from you whilst in the car, in different homes, guest homes, whatever it may be, there'll be an entire module about it and it's going to be so, so helpful for you new puppy owners because unfortunately, I can't show you how I'm going to do this or how I did it with Tiggy, but this episode is very important and I really hope that you found it helpful because I didn't know the difference between these two separation anxieties. I just assumed there was one and there was a spectrum of it. And although within these two separation anxieties, there is a spectrum, it's very, very important to know the difference and know what you are dealing with. Because once you understand that, then you can start working backwards to then go forward. But if you don't know and you're a bit confused or a bit nervous, then get on the waiting list, go and seek a professional, then they can help you regardless if it's simulated or real. Like I said, I hope you found it helpful. As always, have a lovely, lovely day and hopefully I'll see you next week. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Perfect Puppy Podcast with Miriam Pollard. For more tips and advice, follow Think Dog Academy on Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode.